When you think about the students in your class, you'll notice that there are so many differences. Regardless of the age, you'll see so many differences in those students. And we all want to be effective teachers. And one of the ways to prepare yourself to be effective in the classroom is to consider how can you differentiate to meet the needs of the students that are before you. There are many different ways that you can do that. In Carol Tomlinson's model, she talks about three categories that to differentiate. The first one is content, second one is product, the third one is process. When we modify in content, product, and process, we are looking at meeting students' needs in three categories. Carol Tomlinson talks about those three categories and she states that if we look at the readiness of the student, the learning profile of the student, and the student interest, it will prepare us to differentiate instruction. There are some misconceptions about differentiation that some teachers may mention to you that have been in the classroom for a while. So let's clear those up. First of all, differentiation is not a set of strategies. It's a philosophy, just like you came up with your teaching philosophy as you've been going through your teaching program. You look at differentiation as part of that philosophy. How are you going to reach all students? Another misconception is that it's a fad that's just a teaching fad that's here today and gone tomorrow. But if we do some research and look at the evidence-based strategies attached to differentiation, you'll see that this has been around 10, 20, 25 years with all different types of populations. Some people believe that differentiation is for that class of well-behaved students. Well, maybe if you look at that class, they're not behaving because they're not being challenged. And if we differentiate instruction for them, we can reach those students that may be misbehaving. And the last misconception that I want to share with you is the misconception that we just stick students in groups in the classroom and we call that differentiated instruction. Let's talk about some examples of how you can start differentiating in your classroom. You really need to decide what is a starting point for you. If this is new and you haven't discussed differentiation in any of your previous classes or experienced it in some of your field experience in this program, then it's good to start out very small because you can't differentiate everything at every moment in the classroom. So if we want to differentiate with the content that you're teaching, then some of the examples that you can look at are entrance slips, exit slips, that you can purposely place students in groups for different assignments. Some assignments, they can be in a group with several people. Maybe the people that are in their group would be students that um, there's a stronger student that in, in reading and there's a weaker student. Maybe you would separate them by gender. Maybe you would separate them by ability level. Or maybe you would separate the group because of an interest that the student has. When you think about how you are going to teach your classes and you're preparing lesson plans and student learning activities, there are lots of ways that you can differentiate your process. The way that you um, lecture a class with direct instruction, the way that you do cooperative learning 
the way you scaffold in the classroom. There are many ways that you can start out with simple techniques and simple strategies that you can learn and then teach your students. One example that many new teachers that are beginning differentiation in their classroom can use is when you separate your students into cooperative learning groups, you need to have a way to facilitate their learning. Go to a craft store and get different colored cups or different colored uh, pencils or something that can show like a red light, red light, yellow light, green light. And the students can put a red color out when they need your help immediately. They can put a yellow color out. If they have a question that only you can answer, no one in the group can answer. Or a green if everything's working well in their group. And so they can go through the task list that you've given them for their group to work on and you can monitor them by the different colors that they display so you know which groups need your immediate attention and which groups do not. That way you don't have that wandering around of students that are just kind of random and you don't know where they're going and for what purpose. It keeps students organized, which will also help you with classroom management. Remember, we're trying to reach all of our learners, so we need to think about in the process what kind of products you want your students to produce. Some students will do assessments that are standardized assessments and they're very comfortable with that type of assessment, but many times students do better with an oral presentation or with a group assignment that has an, a rubric attached to it that they can follow where they have opinions from other members in the group or maybe they do better with an assignment where you are observing what they're doing and you can determine if they've mastered that content by the observation in the classroom. So the important thing to remember with starting differentiated instruction is to know the students that you have in your class. What are the needs of those students? What are the interests of those students? What is their readiness? Remember, you can modify instruction in three different categories, content, product, and process. And we don't do all of those at the same time. Start off small until you get comfortable and the students are comfortable with how things are differentiated. Anytime you make a change in the classroom, it takes a little practice for us to get used to those changes. But to reinforce the strategies with the students, to show them how they can learn through different modes is important for the learning of each student. It does take time. It does take a, an opportunity for you to look at different examples. And there are many resources that you can find through the textbooks and through the idea books and teaching websites that can give you different ideas of different instructional approaches to use for differentiation. Thank you.